0: And boom goes the dynamite.
1: It is Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. The boom is back to talk about one of the busiest weekends in pro wrestling history. And that's not even what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about AEW, dynamite rampage. I watched 97 wrestling matches in between dynamite and rampage this week, Kevin. So hopefully I can keep dynamite straight in my head. Rampage is pretty fresh. Um, what were, what were some of your favorite non-AEW, uh, what was your favorite non-AEW
0: wrestling you saw throughout this mania week? I guess it's only technically non-AEW, but I really enjoyed the ROH supercard. We ran that down, uh, that night and, um, I watched a little bit of Bloodsport. I haven't finished it yet. I really enjoyed that. That was the first time I had seen that. Okay. And uh, I did not. We're recording this while night two of WrestleMania is still happening.
1: We're trying to get um, this done before, before every single Fight Game Media podcast that needs to record about WrestleMania has to hop on right. and record using this program for WrestleMania. But listen, we did we did, uh, we did a, uh, about a 40-minute show mm-hmm. earlier this weekend on our Supercard of Honor, everyone. And if you want to check that out, go to patreon.com slash fightgamemedia. Um, For $5 a month, you get all the extra shows every week. You get the extended brace for impact. You get the Yoshi show. You get all these other fantastic shows, plus a bonus show from me and Kevin every month and a bonus show from every other fight game media podcast each and every month for just fight $5. This is a way you can support me and Kevin. You can support the dynamite show with Paul and Jeff and everyone here at fight game media for a very, very low price. Now, despite all that, despite me trying to send you over there. For us to grab that five dollars out of your pocket we're probably it's going to be hard to talk about the week in aew without at least bringing up a little bit of roh super card of honor because it's Mm -hmm. really interesting to see how these characters are going to relate to their same characters on aew and so uh we'll be touching on it but if you want the in-depth story patreon.com fight game media so kevin What do you, like, where do we start from Dynamite? What do you think was the biggest story coming out of Dynamite this week? Coming out of Dynamite, it feels like a year ago, but. It uh, feels forever ago, man. Yeah. I mean, we had, we know that CM Punk wants the title. It seems like we're beginning a run towards it, whether that ends at double or nothing. A lot of people have been speculating for a while that he was going to be the opponent for whoever's the champion at double or nothing. We had, uh, we had a lot more FTR, not FTR. We had a lot more Pinnacle slash Wardlow mm-hmm. things going on. We had Jericho Appreciation Society beat down
0: of uh, Eddie Kingston and Proud and Powerful this week. Um, yeah, it felt like the show, like in hindsight, when you look at it, it felt like the show was sort of low-key building up to the ROH show without telling us. It kind of because felt there like there were it. three things that kind of really – you know, led directly into that and have implications for next week's yeah. dynamite. So, I mean, I think one of the big things is just the fact that CM Punk is overtly now, you know, in the yeah. world title picture, finally, even though he's never broken the top five rankings. <laughs> Although he has to have it. He has an incredible record right now. Well, like, it's, you know, has he gone to dark yet? You can't get a world title shot until you've you got dark. you got to get at
1: least five wins on dark first, yeah. which do you want to hit the rankings real quick? Oh yeah. So that these are from a, a lifetime ago last Wednesday <laughs> um I'll let's
0: see uh you want to start out with the tag teams yeah I'll start with the tags uh the champions jungle boy and luchasaurus looking for the next challenger number five were FTR who had a big week this week winning yeah against the number one contenders gun club and then going over to ROH and beating one of the greatest tag teams of this generation in the briscoes yeah. uh and I wonder if uh, this is going to push them in the uh dressing room afterwards if you saw the photo i didn't i need to see that i wonder
1: if this week they'll be listed as three and one or four and one, oh, with the win over the briskos well
0: yeah if they'll consider yeah. roh matches that'll yeah i'm interested in seeing that oh, some asterisk or something i don't know yeah. uh number four is the acclaimed at five and two uh mm-hmm. they were in singles action this week so that won't really be affected uh love them John's, more and more every week though yeah. every week john silver and alex reynolds uh number three five and two uh top flight uh 3 and 0 going into that they were ranked number 2 and lost to young bucks uh, young bucks on rampage yep. good match which is there kind of a shame but uh and then number 1 the uh impossibly ranked gun club <laughs> yeah 5 the- and 1 somehow they're the number 1 contenders again so, so now like 5 said, and if you 2 you don't win on dark you're not winning no,
1: no absolutely now so now they're 5 and 2 that's going to definitely put them they're not going to be above number five, I don't think. Or maybe they'll be tied for fifth with, uh, yeah, with the acclaimed, with the acclaimed, yeah, a red velvet yeah, coming in that at, at number of five, five to be at six be and two. Um, Doctor Britt Baker is three and one, and is currently boycotting AEW until they return to Brittsburg in two weeks, three weeks, something like that. I trust you on that one. Let's say yes. two. Yeah. Um, then we've got legit Layla Hirsch coming in number three with a record two of weeks, eight I and think. two, one of the busiest three weeks, yeah. women in the division. We've got number two, Serena Deeb at six and oh. Number one, Nyla Rose at seven and oh, and of course, Jade Cargill seven and oh with the T the TBS title and Thunder Rosa at six and one. And Kevin, I love Thunder Rosa. I dearly love Thunder Rosa. I love her more the more I watch more and more the more I watch her vlogs. But man, we talk a lot about her regression as a wrestler. I hate to see mm-hmm. it, and I wonder if they shouldn't have put that belt on her a year ago when she had her no holds barred match, her lights out match mm-hmm. with with Britt Baker. I felt I felt like that was the time, and they missed it by an entire year. Yeah. It doesn't feel like the big deal it should be now with her sitting as champion.
0: Yeah, she's a little bit in that hangman spot, isn't she? Where they once they a bit. kind of wait a little too long, and then it's a whole struggle to try to make them the man.
1: Yeah, the and I man. get they they love the long term storytelling, but yeah. sometimes you need to strike while they aren't as hot, and that's something I think they need to do right now with well, the man who is not even in the top five. Swear, that's Swerve. That's Swerve Strickland. I think they need to strike yeah. fast with him. He mm-hmm. is hot right now. We don't need to see him in any QT Mar- Marshall feuds or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He needs to be. We need to strap that rack-
0: rocket directly to his back and shoot him to the top. Yep, I agree. Okay, give us that male top five. Well, oh, well, go ahead. One sorry. thing about Thunder Rosa is we kind of were kind of rolled our eyes a little bit that Nyla Rose was automatically the you know number yeah. one contender because that's just what uh, happens when you need a new that's champion to defend against Nyla Rose. Yeah, but I'll say I found Nyla Rose really entertaining lately. She has been. Hey, I think she has been
1: completely validated from the AEW awards, naming her best Twitter follow, Yep. <laughs> which, you know what? I think I need to follow her right now because I keep forgetting to do that to see what the hype is about. But uh, no, she's been really
0: good lately on TV. She's been fantastic. She always says one little thing in every interview that she has that makes me laugh. It's yeah. just how she says it. This week, you know, some abracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your genie is what she said. Oh, that's, that's great. So something else I think
1: that's probably gonna happen throughout this episode is um, the most elaborate work in pro wrestling history is continues as Cody Rhodes has quote unquote signed with WWE (laughs) and made his debut at WrestleMania. I don't know how he and Tony got Vince to come in on this massive work, but due to that, we now have a lot of Cody interviews out there. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of things I think that I'm gonna bring up throughout the episode. One of these is, you know, we were just talking about Nyla Rose being the first person every champion feuds with. Cody Rhodes told Ariel Hawani in an interview earlier today that actually got pulled from the internet while I was listening to it and then then put back later. And I don't think they edited anything out, oddly enough. Hmm. I'm guessing it just uploaded automatically a little earlier than Ariel wanted. He basically said that one, one of the issues was he, It's first of all, He both says he left for the money and he didn't leave for the money and it was easy to leave and hard to leave. He's contradicted everything he said, but one of the things he said was he didn't want to be the guy that everybody faced in their first program. Mm. He didn't want to be the stepping stone. He didn't want to be the, I literally can't think of the word that I use literally every week in MMA. Um, He didn't want to be the gatekeeper. Exactly. And that's kind of where he was. And I assume that he was there because he wanted to be there. Yeah. So maybe he didn't quite want to be there. So that's, that's, that's I thought that was that's really fair. interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Cause he deserves more than that. I just thought he really is loving his role in building the young talent and putting them over and maybe he was, and maybe they kept giving him more and more people instead of giving him actual programs to maybe. kind of throw in with that building the
0: young talent. I think uh, we should probably. We should all keep like a shaker of salt next to us whenever we watch any Cody media appearances over the next six weeks. I'm Uh, now realizing a a, a little, you know, little put a little salt over your shoulder when you're listening to grain of salt. Yeah, my friend who is the most hurt, the most hurt
1: by Cody leaving and going to WWE is basically saying um, that. The found he ties the founding of a w so heavily to Cody mm-hmm. and the fact that it was basically a Rhodes family member standing up to w w e and fighting back and building this company and so he's been just a big believer in a w and in Cody is kind of a like kind of an f u to w w e and like mm-hmm. we're taking back wrestling right and he feels like this was just a slap in his face, and that Cody might have been more of a worker the whole time than anyone thought while the whole time crafting the narrative that best suits him Mm -hmm. because that feels like what he's doing right now. And so that makes him go back and question some of the narrative that went into the founding of AEW. And I think that's worth mentioning on the show because he's worried that this could long-term like hurt AEW in re almost redefining the founding of the company. And I, I, yeah. I think maybe, but I think there's so many other things that went into the founding of AEW. As in, the whole company was born out of the incredibly hot indie scene and out of a bet with Dave Meltzer right. that they couldn't sell out. Uh, I think a I forgot how a ten thousand seat, seat arena. arena. Yeah, and and I think there's so many more moving pieces to the mm-hmm. beginning of aw that Cody is only one, and we don't know that that was all a work. That everything he said back then was work. We don't know that. Yeah, that's just a speculation but that's one of the things going through the, the yeah. hearts and minds of a lot of AEW fans I've, today. I've been
0: watching, um, I'm a sucker for, um, shows and podcasts about, uh, great company founders that are actually scam mm-hmm. artists, you know, like the Theranos. Ooh. Do you kind have a deal. podcast that's specifically about that? Or is this multiple no, podcasts? Like case made, they'll be like about that story. So like, okay. out's a great one. Yeah. That's a Hulu show now. Yeah. And I'm I've watching, got all of it that downloaded. I haven't watched it I'm watching it the uh, WeWork one uh, on Ooh, Apple yeah. TV, which is really yeah. good. And one of the things about it is this guy isn't really ripping people off. I mean, he is, but he's more ripping off the market. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he does is convinces himself of his own BS so that he's completely authentic in everything he says. And as I, I, think that that, I think that happens a lot like, more than people oh, yeah. realize in, and I think in the of business Cody. world. I think of Cody in that way. Oh, okay. That, I'm sure everything right now that Cody's saying in all those interviews about what he wanted, what he didn't want, why he left, yeah. why he why it wasn't an easy choice, why it was an easy choice. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he believes all of it. I'm right. sure he believes it 100%. I also believe he is saying he's believing whatever he needs to believe to believe that he made the right choice. Right, right. And that's again, something that else he we'll never know either. They he no. made, very well have made the right choice. I mean, based on he, yesterday, he, he made a
1: great choice. Look, he had a, he had a phenomenal. And, and again, we're still about to get to this top five men's ranking, but oh, yeah. Cody had, <laughs> Cody had a great match, yeah. a phenomenal match. He had a crowd of, of over 50, 60,000 people. I know their number. I don't know the real number pop huge for him. Mm-hmm. He is going to be a bigger deal in the WWE, at least for now then he was an a w that's for sure. And, and as
0: and, the person he was in a w
1: yes, which is a brilliant move by a brilliant move by, uh, by Vincent man mm-hmm. and, uh, or a brilliant move to allow Cody to do it. Cody, yep. we're going to come, we're going to come right back to that. You know what? Let's do the top five and then let's talk more about Cody. Okay. That should have been our lead story to begin with. Yeah.
0: Number five, uh, Ricky Starks. Uh, number four, Powerhouse Hobbs. The Rampage crowd is dominating this week.
1: Yeah, Lance who took Archer.
0: an L this week. Took Lance an L for Keith uh, Lee. I guess just killing it in dark on YouTube. He must be he's literally three. murdering people, right. like
1: <laughs> the carrying ball. them out from the back on his shoulder.
0: Yep. Uh, Adam Cole, the next world title challenger, is number two. Uh, and uh, Sammy Guevara is number one, eight and one, and trying to get that title he's shot. He's trying
1: to get that belt back so yeah, he so can continue despoiling
0: spoiling it. inside that tnt scene it's getting very wwe up in there but we'll get to that later (laughs) and of course scorpio and
1: hangman at the top so yeah
0: dan lambert is co-champion
1: that's true we've got to we need to continue including him put his photo on that website like you know what they should have
0: set box in the corner and call him they
1: should in the very corner of scorpio sky's box with his zero and zero record right a hundred percent so something else that came out during all these cody interviews was Mm -hmm. he said and it wasn't a definitive statement but he basically said he believes that right now he has one of the richest contracts in pro wrestling Mm -hmm. and most
0: complicated apparently
1: whatever that means which would would explain why this took so long to get together apparently they have a tour bus for him for his wife and child to go with him everywhere which i think is fantastic um, I have to think if I'm, if I'm Cody Rhodes and again, this is not based on any real information. If I'm Cody, um, I want more than a handshake, which is what he says he got that stardust will never appear, will never come up, will never be mentioned. And I would want, um, I would want to know that I'm going to be in, a, if they say they're going to put me in a title picture for a cert, I would want a time period. Mm. Because do I think they're gonna put a belt a, the world title belt on him? I think they might, but I I think it would be a Rey Mysterio title run yeah. where he never got an actual win. Yeah. I'm that's what I'm concerned about. Now I want him to have a glorious reign as me WWE too. world champion, universal champion, something his dad could be proud of, or Rhodes has never had that belt. Mm-hmm. I really want it to happen. This has nothing to do with Cody. I just don't trust the WWE. And Not look, they're doing Awesome stuff. They did awesome stuff last night on WrestleMania. It was better than I think anybody expected it to be. I'm hearing good things about tonight as well, but I feel like they almost always put on a really good show for WrestleMania and then a really great raw after mania. And then things start immediately following apart and the wind is taken out from under people's sails. And that's one of the reasons that I don't watch anymore. I don't regularly watch ever is because Mm -hmm. no matter how much they would get me into somebody, they would always pull the rug out from under them always so many times that I'm like I'm not touching that hot stove again, and I just hope we don't that that's not the situation with Cody where you know let's say he's I don't know what he's making let's say five million a year I, like I was here in three to six, let's say five mm-hmm. My worry is if Vince gets bored with him in a year and doesn't want to put him on top anymore, and then or even six months and he becomes a mid carter. At some point, Nick Khan's gonna say Vince. Mm-hmm. Why are we paying this mid carter five million a year? Mm-hmm. And that contract, they can they could they could cut him next week. That's right. They could If like they can Just cut anyone anytime, yep. exactly. And then what's he do? Does he go right back to AEW? And again, I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think he's getting cut in two weeks. I think he's gonna Yeah. I think he's gonna be there for the length of this contract, and I hope it goes really well. Um but There's again him. My, my, one of my friends tweeted, like, um, like the chance that Cody stays on top, the length of this contract is as close to 0% as you can get without it actually being 0%. Yeah.
0: I think this first six months is going to be telling. I, I'm actually thinking they might give him a title reign sooner than later to kind of yeah. fulfill that commitment if they made any commitment like that. If they did, yeah. Just to show that they were going to. Just yeah. to kind of get all that stuff out of the way, so they don't feel beholden to anything later. I'm right. sure that that probably something involved in that was um, him being involved in some way in protecting his dad's legacy, all the intellectual mm-hmm. property that they own. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a Dusty Roads documentary in the next year. Yep, um, and they've already have they already have all the Dusty
1: Roads merch out. Right. They have new yeah new smart. new
0: merch out. Yeah, I'm good about looking stuff. Ones. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um. One other thing I want to mention from WrestleMania that I think directly affects AEW Mm -hmm. is Kevin Owens getting an actual match with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Kevin Owens was coming to AEW. Everybody knew it. He was Mm -hmm. talking about it. Young Bucks were talking about it. And then they ended up coughing up a lot of money. I believe over $3 million a year to keep him there. And that match to me, that felt like. The reward for staying as Mm -hmm. in this is a match that CM Punk is well known to have wanted and a lot of other people wanted and he got it because he chose to stay. And I think that plus whatever deal they gave Cody and letting him define his own character and those sorts of things and whatever else he got in his contract. Those two things are really important saying, if you come to us, we, we will put you on top. We will reward people for staying, and we will reward people for coming over. Mm-hmm. And this WrestleMania, I think, was a big example of that. And I think I never expected they would give him his exact AEW character with his exact AEW music and entrance. And it's brilliant because that's the way to show everyone we took a, we took an AEW founder mm-hmm. and he is the exact same guy here. And look how much bigger a deal he is. He beat Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Everybody's losing their minds. He's going to probably take on Roman reigns very soon for the, whichever championship he has, I guess at the end of the night, mm-hmm. uh, after his match with Brock, it's probably happening right about now. um, And they're making good moves. Like Mm -hmm. when it comes to what they're doing actively to combat AEW, they're making the best moves they had at their disposal. At their disposal and they're really powerful. And one of the things Cody was saying today was Ariel asked him about people coming to him, what advice he'll give them. And he says, look, I'll give them the best advice for them in the moment. he's like, look, I think a lot of people are going to be coming over. And he's Mm -hmm. like, I think you guys have an idea who that is. And to me, that was him saying MJF is coming. Which I think is a bad move for MJF. I I actually do. do. Yeah. Because MJF, I don't believe is six feet tall. No. And MJF will not look impressive physically next to anyone in WWE. And I also don't think he'll literally be allowed to do the interviews no, he, he does. He won't he'll be allowed to, to do anything to make him special. Yeah. I think it would be the biggest mistake of his career. Yeah. Um. Again, but that's that's when it comes to like storyline. When it comes to money, that's probably the best decision he can make, at mm-hmm. least for a couple of years. Because as I was watching Fandango this weekend in GCW, I realized Fandango was making hundreds of thousands of dollars in WWE for like a decade. Right. And he's probably set for life if he lived right. And so even if they're not going to do you right, if you can slip under the radar and not get fired by WWE, (laughs) you can, you can, yeah, you and your kids are going to be all right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where were we now in the breakdown? Um, So, one of the most interesting things on Dynamite to me in retro, you know what? I'm going to skip ahead to something I think is pretty minor, Great. but I'm really interested in talking about. Yeah. And that is Jade Cargill's next opponent is mm-hmm. Marina Shafir. Yeah. And that's exciting. And everybody wants, is like, we've been signing all these free agents, including Samoa Joe at ROH this weekend. And everybody's asking where are the female free agents? And we got... We got Tony Storm this week, mm-hmm. which is a really good get and looked really good in her match against the bunny that went way too long. But then the, to find out, we're getting Marina Shafir discussed on Dynamite instead of just being on Dark. That tells me they're absolutely looking at potentially signing her full time. And again, this is something we discussed that was she came up and probably the whole reason she's not signed full time yet with in Ronda Rousey's negotiations to come back for WrestleMania WWE didn't bring her back. Right. Ronda didn't have a great match. And sounds like she is not like bad things happening this weekend. It sounds like WrestleMania with Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time for AEW to make that move. And I'm I'm really excited to hear that they're doing that with Marina Shafir. And there was one other woman I wanted to mention. There was a trio. It was Marina Shafir. It was Tony Storm. Who was the third
0: person that was on the shows? It was Well, Jamie Hader had a match. Are you talking about? Yeah. By the way, yeah, it was a new person.
1: It was um, and maybe I'm just, I'll figure it out during the show. I'll bring it back up in a little bit. You know what? I've took some notes here. Um, oh, by the way, did you see the rocks retweet of John Silver today? (laughs) I did. Did you see? No. Yeah. So so uh, John Silver today. This is Sunday WrestleMania. Johnny Hungy. Yeah. Took a picture holding the Rock's energy drink, Zoa Energy. Oh yeah, I did and, see that. It said something to the effect of like trying to be like The Rock today. And the Rock retweeted it and gave a shout out to his brother and uh, and, and and wished him well in all his endeavors in the squared circle. Wow. And I On thought, WrestleMania man, Day. WrestleMania, he did, of all the people he did for not the tweet Rock about to shout out
0: as far as I know.
1: He did not, in fact. He tweeted about John Silver. And if I'm John Silver I'm talking about this on BTE. I'm talking about this anytime the mic's in front of me, maybe for the rest of my life, but for sure the next week or so. Yeah. So Marina Shafir, I'm really excited about her. I'm Really excited about Tony storm. There's somebody else I'm excited about. I'll think I'll think about it, but, I really, really like the sky blue match. I loved seeing, mm-hmm. I really like sky blue. I think she's really underrated and I think mm-hmm. she's better than a lot of other AEW women who are older than her. Yeah. And I liked her match with Jamie Hader. And I hope we get to see more of her on TV and not
0: just cause she has phenomenal gear. They both have phenomenal gear, but they both have phenomenal sky gear. blues. Interesting. Cause she's kind of like, if you put, um, Nixon Newell, the former Tegan Knox and, mm-hmm. uh, Cora Jade from NXT 2.0 into a transporter accident. It's from Star Trek. <laughs> I can you, totally see that Blue. I totally see that. She's kind of got that. oh shuck skater kid, you know, mm-hmm. hang out at the skate park vibe, but then also has, you know, the sort of white meat baby face thing that. Yeah. Not she's had.
1: not getting into, she's not getting into feuds with Darby Allen on Twitter. Right. Total. Yeah. Exactly. Total baby face kind of punk but in a really mm-hmm. cool way yeah
0: i really yeah. i really like that i'm really looking forward to like um what we see in the uh what the owen hart tournament's gonna do um you know we had we saw yeah. two qualifying matches this week that introduced uh so when when they were like hey the first two people in the tournament are tony storm and jamie hater like that got me excited about where this could that's go. exciting and that's it really exciting to like see some good women's wrestling is this uh, going to be 16 women total in this?
1: I believe 16, right? Sounds like it. Okay, great. So, um, speaking of Marina Shafir being someone that I expected, I keep wondering if, like, are they going to sign her full-time or not? Mm-hmm. I think one thing that surprised everyone is that when Wheeler Yuta, this weekend, when the ROH Pure Championship, Tony Storm then announced, I'm sorry, not Tony Storm, Tony Khan <laughs> announced, Wheeler Yuta is all elite, right? Apparently Wheeler Yuta has been taking up all this TV time for months on a, on a show per show basis. Yeah. I don't know how Vince McMahon doesn't come in and just sign these Wheeler Yuta's and immediately put them on raw. I just don't understand that. Like, I don't know, like, I know he doesn't want Wheeler Utah and I know he Wheeler Yuta is not a WWE type guy for Vince. But just come in and cause chaos if if you keep having a w featuring these people just vince should just come in and cause chaos but I'm guessing it's because they're they're going through budget cuts Kevin it's hard times it's hard, time. hard times they're being hard times in Titan towers yeah although uh, if Cody's making the kind of money he's making maybe that that might explain two entire rounds
0: of cuts previously right. was just to afford <laughs> Cody just to afford Cody yeah right uh let's see.
1: How about FTR? We had FTR. What a week they they're, had. They're clearly turning baby face sometime mm-hmm. very soon. They talked to MJF this week on TV and said, Look, Max, you're a great friend. We love you. We also love Wardlow. Whatever mm-hmm. you guys have going on, they're saying this, by the way, in some awesome FTR NWO
0: inspired gear. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Whatever
1: y'all have going sure. on. Yeah. Whatever you have going on, like, keep us out of it. And, um, and they're clearly looking like they're going to be total baby faces, but mm-hmm. then they go on ROH, and mm-hmm. of course, there's more to discuss on AEW here. Mm-hmm. They go on ROH, and they're total heels. They're complete and total heels, mm-hmm. and had one of the greatest matches maybe we've we've maybe ever seen. That's in tag team, team wrestling
0: probably the best tag team match I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, like I'm not all the way saying that, but I can't think of a better one. Yeah, I literally can't. I it think is it's until better than the other one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's one of the. It's for sure the best I've seen in years. And we've seen some five- and Mm six-star tag team matches in AEW, and I think this was better. And it also felt very different than a regular AEW match, which I really appreciated.
0: Right. And that Um, that was one of the things that really I thought was interesting in hindsight about AEW this week was how, like I mentioned this before, how they were sort of low-key setting up things that were going to happen in the ROH show and then had implications for things they'd already announced next week. So... Right, you know, they had already said that the challenges out they, there. FTR, Young Bucks, yeah, and then at the ROH show, the Young Bucks come out and um, you know cause chaos, yep, and uh, sets it up so that you have Young Bucks not even being in the top five, not even sniffing around yeah. the title picture for a while. Suddenly, going against the ROH and AAA champions for those titles, for, for both titles, uh, which will be really interesting. I think it'll be a real shame if FTR had the week they had and then they just go lose. Yeah, the following week, and I I have to wonder. Every
1: match we've had with our with, with FTR, we've had some sort of outside interference. And now, is there going to be anyone even there to to interfere? Now that Tully is gone, now that things are a little shaky with MJF, is is MJF going to come out and interfere in any way? And who knows? And and the young bucks are going to have interference, like Brandon Cutler is getting involved in this match. Maybe I also wonder. I also wonder, like the young bucks were there, they saw the absolute banger those two teams put on um, with with the Briscoes and FTR, and I wonder if I'm the young bucks, I'm telling Tony Khan, we want to one up this match, like, right. we want to one up this match to like Wednesday on Dynamite, and I hope they get the time to do that. But then we get uh, we get Wardlow coming out. We get Wardlow fighting his way to the ring. Mm-hmm. And what was going on on the show when that happened? Was this during the FTR match? It was right after the FTR match. During the, the match. match.
0: Okay. Yeah. He just... And
1: he was taking out so many local goofs, man. <laughs> like an entire... Yeah like i felt like i don't know what the local company was there but let's say it's gcw he took out the entire roster the whole roster addressed as security personnel to get out there and it was great i loved watching it yeah i want to see more of wardlow as the punisher as frank castle yeah just crushing his way to the ring give that to me every week and i'm a happy man he
0: felt like a big deal mjf just screaming at him through the mic Yeah. Uh, And, you know, kind of being ready to run if he ever broke through the, you know, I thought that was great. Yeah. I mean, I'm disappointed that they didn't go with my idea of him being Fuego numero Trace. Oh, yeah. But, you know, whatever. Reasonable people can disagree on the direction they go in. I'm actually glad you brought that up because, Kevin,
1: I think you have some of the best theories in professional wrestling. (laughs) Do you have any operating theory right now? On how we get Wardlow back in a W any theory Because I have it right now. I have not given a lot of, yeah, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about it, but I don't
0: have anything. I don't know how he comes back. I mean, the, the thing that's right there is that whole storyline of him being contracted to, um, contracted to Tim J. Not a W. Right. So in storyline, I number one that doesn't make sense, but Tony Khan could just hire him, right? Unless but he's I don't contractually want bound, Khan. like he can't sign yeah. with you know Tony, or yeah. Whatever. You know, I don't know. That could get really. That's not. That's not a fun storyline. You know. No, and you want this to be fun. This is too great. It's too great an angle,
1: too big a build to give us kind of a cheap angle like that. Right. I don't and
0: know. So I, don't, I don't know. I mean, he could I'm excited that I don't know. He could maybe get in the op you know, do some kind of qualifying match to. Yeah, get You know, I don't know. They they sort of rode themselves into a corner, but they're pretty good at get out of getting out of those. So that's one of those yeah. times I'm just kind of riding along with it and seeing what's going to happen. I,
1: I I hope this is one of the situations where they started at the end and they know they've known exactly how they're going to finish this the whole time. Um, Brian. Again, this feels like a lifetime ago. Uh, Brian Danielson beat Wheeler Yuta. Yep. Um, great match great match and now wheeler yuda has this this roh pure championship yeah which is a would be would be in storyline that would this would be an important thing mm-hmm. for to william regal to mm-hmm. brian danielson mm-hmm. also to john not as much but also to john moxley yeah
0: and so this story's still going all right in storyline brian danielson just beat him so brian danielson should get a title shot yeah. So, and like
1: they're clearly yeah. doing ROH titles on AEW. Right. That's clearly yeah. going to happen.
0: I, I I think there will be a subsection of like ROH programming on AEW. Yeah. Until they figure out what they're going to do because they set up too many stories yeah. on that with Samoa Joe.
1: And I think, I think you just hit on it. I don't think, and I was telling a friend today, he was asking, like, I just want to know when the next show is. Who are yeah. they signing? Blah, blah. blah. I'm like, they don't I don't know. think Tony Khan knows yet. And I think until you know mm-hmm. where the show is going to air, you don't know, mate, like I have a feeling that again, I've thought True TV might be where they should end up. If they end up on True TV, Briscoes are for sure out. That's Warner Media. Yeah, and if they're back on Sinclair, then Briscoes could potentially be signed. Yeah, and, and Tony, uh,
0: Tony Khan in the uh, post ROH uh, press conference. Mm-hmm. I watched most of it. Yeah, he, let's talk he about that. Tap danced all around. No one act ever actually specifically asked him, hey, are yeah. you going to sign the Briscoes? Is this the only time we're going to see them? No one really held his feet to the fire on that. But he one also other thing. was pretty, it was pretty glaring mm-hmm. that he just sort of didn't ever mention anything about them.
1: One other thing that I remember uh, some friends told me, and from the few minutes I've watched, was that the Briscoes weren't mentioned by name really at all. It was always this that team, right. the team we faced that mm-hmm. nobody was using the the Briscoes' names, yeah. and that was really heartbreaking. That was really heartbreaking. It now look, they can, I'd, yeah, Impact wants them, and they can have some great matches in Impact, but it would almost all be from teams coming into Impact to face them. Yeah, and uh, and that's just not the same as being on AEW on Wednesday nights. And we ne- we knew we weren't going to get them in AEW almost certainly now after the Warner Media thing came out. But now to know, probably not ROH either. That's just – that's a shame, you know. But we'll see him on GCW. We'll see him on Impact most likely. But, uh, uh, man, I just wish – listen, one thing that I have learned as a social media professional and also from watching professional wrestling and just following pop culture, when in doubt, don't send the tweet. Like (laughs) Tweets aren't helping your career. Very rarely. They actually – They actually helped a former roommate. He got he literally got signed to Barstool Sports is now a Barstool superstar because of one tweet. But that almost never happens. Generally, tweets get you in a situation where you can't appear on Warner Media ever uh, because you said something stupid. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't send the tweet. Don't do it. (laughs) Okay, Darby versus Andrade. What, What were your thoughts? That was a pretty good match. I thought it
0: was great. What do you it, think? But it was one of those things where I don't know if I don't know if I was just numb or or, or what, but it's kind of one of those things where I felt like this, this feud's been going on for a long time. I sort of checked out, yeah. even though which isn't fair to the match, because I thought it was a really yeah. good match. I thought they matched yeah. up well. Had a great like intensity to it. Um Andrade is a beast. He's like in Brock Lesnar territory, you know. Like yeah. <laughs> in AW yeah. scale of size, you know, he's just as wide as he is tall now. It's crazy. Yeah. He he is a he is one of those guys that when he walks out, you're like, Oh, this is
1: something that happened a lot, Mania a weekend, because you're seeing so many indie indie matches with a lot of tiny people. Every now and then somebody walks out and you're like, Oh, this man looks like a pro wrestler. Right. And that's when you think what you think when Andrade works walks out. Like, yeah. oh, this this guy looks like he could have con- he could have walked right out of the NWA. Maybe right. not height wise, but right. width, girth, yeah, yes, musculature. Yeah.
0: So that was fun. Yeah. Okay. Um Moxley had it what what do you think of the Moxley match with Jay Lethal? I really liked it. I liked it even more in hindsight. Another thing mm-hmm. where they were building up uh, you know, really laying the groundwork for Jay Lethal to turn heel at that ROH show and and explain. And
1: man, did he turn heel? It, yeah, he, he it was a
0: perfect heel turn.
1: I'm immediately loving it and I really hope that transitions over to AEW and I think it will.
0: Yeah, but it I'll was be a beautiful really, heel turn. I'll be really curious to see how they handle it on AEW because if they just bring him back, they can't count on the fact that a significant number of people in the arena had watched it. So they'll have to do some we, sort of recap show. Or, or, we or, need or, a yeah. major ROH Supercard of
1: Honor recap mm-hmm. on Dynamite this week. That is a, that's not a. They should do
0: that's not a, Maybe they should do it. They need to do yeah. that. It's the kind of thing that they should be doing. Like, they should have. Forty-five second video recaps of it queued up to play during commercial breaks during Dynamite, so that they can like, yeah, set it right up, you know, right before Lethal it comes out. They just yeah. play this forty-five second thing to the audience and the in the crowd, uh, so that they see it right away, and then right. um, then when he comes out, they're ready to be booed. So yeah, Great. I really like that. Now,
1: when Dynamite started, Red Dragon and Adam Cole had all the belts. They didn't win any of these belts. Right, they had all the belts. They had the tag belts, the yep. world title belt. Yep, they were strutting their stuff in the ring. Yeah, and in pulls Adam Cole in his electric vehicle. with yes. the horns on top, the Texas Longhorns. Right, and uh, I I I, mar- I popped out like I popped yeah. for it. I marked out. I've seen this car before. I've never photo, seen him drive yeah. it into the arena. Yeah, I'd only seen a photo. Um, I really hope those horns are there twenty four seven. I have my doubts. But, my God, I hope they're there twenty four seven I hope he's living the gimmick.
0: I love and that he I love they gave him a that they gave him they treat him like a real superstar, yeah, you know yeah, <laughs> everybody else gets to drive vehicles
1: in um but but I'm glad Adam Cole is on that list now. yeah um he came in to start start a clean house until they of course, there's way more of them and then a uh, Luchasaurus, jungle boy Christian came in for the save. Did they get all the belts back, Kevin, or just some they of them? They did belts get them back? all
0: back. Okay, all right. Which is always annoying to me. I don't know why, but the, it's always a pet peeve of mine when people steal belts and then they just. You're not a big people. fan of that, are you? No. Yeah, that's the thing. Like is it. I'm just like, really, like in your workplace, like someone comes in and takes your laptops. Like, haha, I'm the boss now. And you're
1: yeah, and it's like, like you're showing, you're showing your boss the video, and there's like a, they got it. I mean, fair right. and square. There's yeah, nothing. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, nothing maybe we can you do. Just
0: beat them in a match, you know, like
1: exactly exactly
0: <laughs> you know where their cars parked yeah you've got the database you can find out where they live you get the get right. your laptop back and that said i did like the fact that they had masking tape with their names on the, on the <laughs> that, was that was great that was pretty cute that was great
1: yeah. I, I like the idea they're sitting around yeah. bragging like recounting their victory over these people to steal these belts right. and started getting slowly more and more angry that these their hated rivals names are on these belts yes and they just sent they
0: sent Bre- landon cutler to get the tape to to cover yeah. these these horrible names adam that Cole had to be what had not even been his last name it just should have said adam on it just so he could oh my just god yeah the same name or just blacked yeah. out the col the, the page part
1: yeah and just cover that with with it didn't need part, to have all of yeah, yeah. Just
0: leave the, the original name
1: that would have been great um Tony Storm, the bunny. Tony, that was too long. Tony Storm looked great. She looked great. We need more squashes over actual opponents. Mm -hmm. And like I was saying off air, the bunny can handle the loss. Like she's not going any lower. She's not like she can handle it. Have Tony Storm come in, wreck house. So you're that much more excited for the Owen tournament coming up.
0: Yeah. Which how, how far away is that? Is that like a month away? I don't know if they're going to do like all the qualifiers first. And then I feel like. I don't know. I, just, yeah, I literally can't remember. The May. It's like because the, oh, okay. be, the finals will be at double or nothing on both. both. Okay. That both gives me – okay. That tells me what I need to know. I have to think we're going to start
1: getting a couple of new people for each category mm. every Wednesday, every Friday, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I think you'll probably start seeing maybe next week. I think you – because I think next week they'll start the male qualifiers. So I think you'll probably yeah. start seeing two qualifiers an episode, maybe three – the right. third one on Rampage. Now, speaking of Rampage,
1: jumping ahead, mm-hmm. I really love Co-Champion Dan Lambert. I really <laughs> like. I like him more and more every week. And this yeah. this was such a weird segment to me. Yeah, very weird. Because he is number one. He 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 gave a real quick burial to Cody and Brandy for bailing on their program. Then, like. We also then immediately cut to Sammy Guevara holding a sledgehammer, just like Cody used to destroy triple h's um right. throne throne, yeah, I thought that was interesting, but then they were they literally were were cutting excellent an excellent promo about the problems and how skeezy Sammy and Ty were coming across, <laughs> and it all hit home with me like, yeah, right, you're a hundred percent right, like right. everything you're saying is true. All the fans seem to agree with this. Yes. Then they cut to Sammy and Ty destroying Dan Lambert's, according to Chris Jericho, multi hundred thousand dollar BMW SUV. Right. I think we may be going about one hundred twenty five thousand above the retail value on that. I don't know. Right. It did
0: not. Like I didn't realize. I mean, it looked like a. It's a nice SUV. Well, it it was like like, like, yeah, like a mid level and you know SUV. I wasn't like oh my gosh, that looks. Let's be honest. This is.
1: That's a 2018, you can probably get it for 47 grand yeah. right now. Come on now. Right. Um, Lambert's But uh, man. no, no. Dan Lambert's a smart man. And he knows it loses all his value the second. Right. Yes, the second you drive it off the lot. And so, which, um, by the way, uh, Cody said Dan Lambert actually gave him the old WWWF world title belt oh, when wow. he left, when he left the company um, wow. for free. Yeah. And then Cody gave him one of his dad's boots in return. That's pretty cool. Um, Yeah. And so it was such a weird segment because I was 100% agreeing with Dan Lambert and his crew of yokels. Yeah. Who I, by the way, they're, they're getting, I realized all of a sudden as they're staying in the ring, Oh, Tony storm signing Marina Shafir getting mentioned and signing Paige Van Zant. What oh, I was yeah. meant to say was that trio. Yeah is maybe as good a trio as you're going to get out of the available talent right now. Like there's lots Mm -hmm. of others out there. May M Ty Valkyrie. There's lots of other great women, but in terms those three are really solid additions to uh, the women's division. But I realized looking at Dan Lambert, and this crew in the ring, I'm loving Dan Lambert right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And Ethan page and Scorpio sky feel more over attached to this extra over Dan Lambert and page van Zant. And I'm agreeing with them. And I'm like, are 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 Ty and Sammy about to turn heel? Because it just kind of felt like it, even though I don't think that's that was the point of this. Especially with them then just destroying the SUV. Um, what did Sammy ride on it? It was uh, be mad. Be broke be is mad the
0: hashtag they use every time. They
1: yeah. Read. Also, as as they're wearing a shirt that says UG, I think it was UG people. Yeah, like they're anti fan shirts. Right. I feel like if you're why not turn them heel right now? Yeah, they're anti fans, they're uh, turning yeah. a lot of fans against them. Make them heal,
0: uh, like, yeah, I like, just do it. I thought you nailed it last. I think it was last week you were talking about how they um, are responding to a very small but very vocal group of haters on Twitter. Yeah. They're giving them a hard time, and they seem to be reacting as if they think that's what everyone thinks.
1: Yeah, and so now they're turning people against them who don't know what they're responding to, right? They're acting like they're acting like assholes in response to assholes, but most people don't. They never saw the original assholery. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like your classic two girls in high school deal, yeah. where one girl will come up and whisper in the other's ear something horrible, yeah, and then the one that had something horrible said to her reacts loudly, and now this girl's the problem to right. everyone around, and it's a huge mistake. But look, they're making it. They're making it. I say turn them heel right now. You can like turn somebody else's face in return whoever I don't care if it's FTR just somebody um maybe turn Scorpio Sky in this little crew face I'm loving Dan Lambert everybody wants to love Paige Van Zandt Mm -hmm. who knows by the way Cody in his uh, Ariel Helwani interview absolutely he talked about how having his last match with a more mature uh, with a more mature Sammy and he goes well I don't I thought more mature. And that now uh, he goes, now he and he he and his woman are making sex tapes with the TNT title belt. Oh, man. And I kinda wondered if that's when the, the when the when the video disappeared off of YouTube. I wondered, are they going to take that out? Yeah. No, it's still there. That's still yeah, there. It's still there, huh? A little shade. Yeah. That's
0: a pretty good shade from Cody there.
1: It is. And it's and I get it. Like he is he is as a guy who is trying to mentor like took Sammy Guevara under his wing, for that to be the first thing he does when Cody leaves, like that's got to be a little bit of a disappointment.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh well. Oh well. Yeah. Look, everybody will be better for it. I think. To, I think Sammy and Ty would make great heels right now. I really do. I think I they really would do, do really well.
0: Yeah. And if you um, want to keep going with that kind of storyline stuff, to have yeah. him turn heel and uh, feud him with uh, Jungle Boy and AJ.
1: Oh, that's perfect. That would be great. That would be great. Um, also another, another much lower, lower card face pairing, Dante Martin and uh, Sky Blue. Actually, oh, yeah, they've been dating for almost a year now, I think at least oh, wow. six months. I would really love well, to see them, them get in some sort of angle like that yeah. to kind of bring them up. I don't know how you do it, and mm-hmm. I don't want it to be nothing
0: don't, but couples. Yeah, don't but, get me started fantasy booking a mixed match challenge in uh,
1: Cole <laughs> and, and oh my god uh, this could go i wouldn't mind quickly. seeing that it could get so ugly so look the the cole the cole baker combo dominates that no matter who else yeah. is in it yeah they're coming out on top of that even with a powerful co-champion in your corner like dan lambert um so last week we had fuego del sol mm-hmm. boldly Stupidly yeah. call out the entire house of black, yeah. <laughs> and he got exactly what he asked for, he which was a huge mistake. Right. And this week he was backed up by the dark order, not silver and rentals though. The originals, evil yeah. uno, Stu Grayson, whose name I remembered for the first time. Nice. Good job, maybe ever. Thank you so much. I'm very proud of myself. Um, it was a pretty good match, and, and we actually got to see a really great like reverse Rana from Fuego del Sol on Malachi Black. yeah, I didn't expect him to get that, but he got it and good for him. And the biggest thing that stuck out to me from this match, Kevin, was the crowd was chanting Fuego. Yeah, The crowd seemed to be way more behind him than I expected them to be. And that's pretty cool. And then a little later, and and I don't mean to leave this and we're not leaving it. A little later, we had um, Penta Oscura mm-hmm. with, with his man, um, basically cutting a promo that the House of Black needs to not forget Death Triangle, mm-hmm. and if basically if they keep coming for Fuego, yeah. then they're gonna get the heat from Death Triangle. It's so weird. It's it's all it is really weird, and it's kind of like Fuego had his two buddies in yeah. Cody and in Sammy, right. and Cody's gone, Sammy's making sex tapes, and now everybody has his back. Like well, yeah. Dark Order has his back, Death Triangle has his back. He must be. The most he must be an amazing human being. Like now I really want to have lunch right. with Fuego del Sol to find out why does everybody love him so much. He is the most popular <laughs> man in AEW. Yeah. He is. I mean, everyone loves
0: Fuego. Everybody it's loves It's hard Swiego, not to man. like it's hard. It's hard to not to like well. Him. He
1: is the 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 number one luchador from the state of is it Alabama? Alabama, yes. Yeah, from the state of Alabama, which yeah. I mean, that's no small feat right there. <laughs> that's not so that's a hotbed of lucha action what, there. What did you think of the match? Good overall. I like that Dark Order was in it.
0: Like they yeah. weren't getting punked out. I did I did too. I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, but still also like, you know, not really hurting House of Black. I think, you know, yeah, we talked about um Silver and Reynolds having the most exciting ninety seconds in wrestling in their matches. Yeah. yeah. Um I think House of Black could maybe second or third in terms of the the ends of their matches are always great. Yeah. And, and Fuego uh you know Uh, having like that little 15 seconds of hope against Malachi black and then just getting kicked out of the sky, just broken in half. It was like, man, it's such a great hope spot that ended in such an utter demolishment. And I was like, that's what you want. You want, that's what you want. Yeah. Yeah." And I don't know quite how to put this, but the house of black,
1: it took a little while for them to mesh and feel like a unit to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And this match was the first time where I really saw them as a complete unit, not two guys and Buddy Matthews. Is it Buddy Matthews? Yeah, yeah Buddy, Buddy Matthews. Matthews. Um and I and due to that, due to them, like they came across as being fully meshed unit mm-hmm. in this match, they felt like a bigger deal to me than they had. Like I mm-hmm. felt like they were Maybe getting off track and they felt right back on track in this match. And I can't tell you exactly why that is, but that's the feeling I had. And generally over the last few months, when I have that sort of feeling about somebody like the acclaimed, generally a lot of other people are having that same feeling at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so I hope I hope we now get to see them move a little higher up the card after they're done tormenting Fuego Del Sol until I'm assuming his eventual death. Which you, is you clearly in, in the cards out, here. You can't put out the flame. No, no. And my God, we really like the fuego of the week is the best idea <laughs> this show has ever had. Right. And we've had the we came up with the coal on the pole idea yeah, e- b- before power bombshells. Did. <laughs> like, and I think this is the best. It needs to happen some point very soon. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, um. Yeah. So, yeah, Jamie Hayter beat Sky Blue really fun match Mm -hmm. both ladies great great to see excellent wrestlers
0: yeah
1: yeah and yeah it was good to see jamie do her thing yeah without um like she had reba with her rebel um i don't she didn't really get involved that much no No brit like and that's something we've needed for jamie for a while because she's felt like someone who's about to break out Mm -hmm. just hasn't had that opportunity yet and so now maybe we'll have a couple weeks of that um We kind of got what we wanted out of Keith Lee, Will Hobbs. We got two big monsters throwing each other around the ring. And I, I enjoyed seeing it and I cannot wait until we get the full, I want, I want a tag team cage match with these men with Ricky Starks, Will Hobbs versus,
0: uh, Swerve Strickland and, uh, and Keith Lee. Like, I really want that. They're definitely building that to be a big match, and I'm wondering if it's going to be a TV match, like a special Rampage match. Yeah, if they'll put it on Battle of the Belts. Um, but it feels yeah, it like, feels like Double or Nothing's a little too far away. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it feels like they're going to do like it feels like they're they're holding that back to make you really see like well the only way this is going to get settled if you get all four of them in there at once, right? Um, and, yeah. um. I don't want to leave this
1: match like I because I feel like there's more to be said here. Yeah. But Swerve really feels like a star. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee, to me, is making Will Hobbs feel like a bigger, more dangerous guy. Mm-hmm. And it's something that they could have done at any point, but they're doing it right now with Keith Lee, and I'm glad they're doing it because Will Hobbs, I think, um, is one of the best kits AEW's had when it comes to brand new talent. Mm-hmm. But he never seems to be put in the spotlight like... Again, your fou- four pillars, those type of people. And so I'm hoping he's finally getting his just due. Ricky Starks, of course, also somebody who can be a bigger deal whenever they want to make him the bigger deal. But when it comes to looking forward to Double or Nothing, if we don't get CM Punk Adam Page in the main event, I think we clearly got our main event this week right here on Dynamite with the build to the eventual Supercard main event hook Versus Danhausen. I never would have imagined this would be the Danhausen's first feud, but it turns out Hook is uncursable, although I have my theories because I don't know if you noticed it, Kevin, as clearly as I did. And I don't know if the people at home noticed it. Hook's hair was not looking as fabulous as usual this week. And I think maybe <laughs> Danhausen's curse worked. Exactly. It's just it's like he's got like a ninety his shields are at ninety percent. Like some curse is getting
0: through. Yeah.
1: The hot chips are protecting him, but yeah. it, it definitely affected the
0: hair this week. I don't know how I feel about this. These are the two problem people I'm is, so excited about and I love so yeah, much. And I'm like, they what are they doing together?
1: Yeah, because number one,
0: Danhausen is always gonna be a weird interview. Yeah. And, and this Hook is, is, the is a first, no interview. I believe this is the first time they have let Danhausen speak on AEW television. I think you might be right. I yeah. think you're right. And so Danhausen's being Danhausen,
1: which is great, but I think he needs a good straight man to play off of. And can you really call Hook a straight man when Hook is just not going to respond? Yeah. They're, even though dynamic, yeah. Hook is technically a face, uh, technically a heel, yeah, he's a kind of a face. Though, yeah. He's a total baby face. Right. And Danhausen's a baby face. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if maybe they keep up this little repartee whatever they have going, until somebody else comes in and tries to get involved mm-hmm. and maybe they team up. Because as we know, Danhausen's been bribing Hook with chips for many weeks now. Yes. Many weeks. I just I don't want it to be Danhausen versus Hook. I would like it no. to be those two together against someone else. Mm-hmm. And uh it's just very weird because even like if they were to team up, I see Taz having a problem with that. Right. I just don't and then if they're gonna wrestle. You re- like I feel like they're gonna have Hook crush Danhausen pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I don't think th- I don't see them letting Danhausen get a ton of offense mm-hmm. versus Hook. No. Um, and and I don't want Danhausen getting buried in his first match. No, I don't know how I get anything I want out of this. There's
0: so few ways that this will go well. I and,
1: and it's like maybe they thread that needle. Maybe they, they thread that needle, needle, and it's amazing. But man, I just.
0: They just It feels be. like they, everything I mean, would No The, the way the no. Hook's been built up to this point He should be on Blackpool Combat Club radar You know what I mean? Yeah Like he's yeah. One of those characters and Oh my god, they, imagine if that's what happened. They should be on like different show. You know, like they've just mm-hmm. They've got this weird situation with Hook Where they just have to keep him in a bubble right now To yeah. protect him from being pushed too soon Um, I still think the direction for him will have to be once the Keith Lee swerve feud is over Mm -hmm. that he starts to feud with Hobbs and um Starks. I think Ricky Starks would be a great guy, although
1: I'll say this when I was watching Hobbs in the ring, I thought, How awesome would it be if we got to see Hook throwing around little Hobbs like using legit judo moves on him to take him off his feet? But that said. Ricky Starks I think is the more believable opponent for him. Right. right. But um yeah, also and- I would like to see the thing is a, not the worst idea. Like it's not the best idea but not the worst is maybe an extended tag team run with somebody so that he's still growing, he's getting his in-ring work without him being you don't want him to be nine and zero oh and in a title picture this soon. He doesn't need to be in the title picture this soon. There's got to be other ways to do this other than pairing him with Danhausen. Yeah, I, really weird. Yeah, it's really weird. And or Dan and it, it. My worry is they're just like, Hooks a rampage guy and everybody loves him. Danhausen is a nothing guy and everybody loves him. Let's just throw them together and everybody'll love it. And I'm like, no, that's that's not how booking works. And they seem better than that. AEW does, but I'm worried. I'm I'm heavily concerned. Heavily concerned.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll just trust that the chips will do their job. Yeah, let's God. Yeah, God. God
1: hope so. (laughs) Okay, so going back to this weekend, we had a million shows. I saw most of them. I saw at least one match from most every show that happened this weekend.
0: You saw um, how many? You, and you said, I think you said the beginning show. How many show? How many matches did you watch this? Week I've watched 90, 97 matches in the time in between. between the time you watched Dynamite and you watched yeah. Rampage. Today. Yeah, that's not including Dynamite
1: or Rampage. It's either ninety four or ninety seven. Ninety four,
0: and so then I watched three
1: WrestleMania tonight. matches. Yeah. So I now I've watched ninety seven
0: non-AEW matches
1: so before you go
0: to bedtime you'll watch three more from WrestleMania today just to make it a th-
1: that's the plan I want to make it an even hundred and then I'll add up the the AEW matches I saw this week because yeah let's see how many yeah we had at least five on dynamite and I think at least three or four we had one two three four matches on on um, rampage yeah but a former, I don't know if she still fight game media, but the thing here's the deal. Denise Salcedo works for everyone. She's everyone. Player. She works for F4W. Yeah, She, she work, does things with it. Yeah, she did um, your live pal with Garrett Gonzalez and everybody. Mm-hmm. And Denise Salcedo, she worked the R-8 show, as in she did um, interviews on the pre-show, which you can watch right now on YouTube. There's two pretty good matches on that show, which are, let's see, we had Colt Cabana take on Blake Christian that went eight minutes, five seconds, AQA defeated Miranda Alizé. And then we had Tony Khan, not Tony Khan, Tully Blanchard bring back Tully Blanchard enterprises, uh, with tag team Gates of agony, Jasper Khan and Toa Leona. They took on a newly bulked up and muscular, muscular cheeseburger and Eli Easton. And, um, so on this pre-show, Denise Salcedo was interviewing um, a number of these wrestlers. And when she came back, Ian Riccoboni called her Denise Descalso, which I'm I wondering if that was a rib because they're co-workers or yeah. what. But also, on G, so one of the Maybe GCW her, like, shows,
0: game.
1: yeah, every year for Mania Week, GCW has the collective. Mm-hmm. And generally, that's 10 shows. You pay however much, like $1,000, and you get front row seats. <laughs> I think it's five hundred dollars. You get front row seats for every show, and it's worth it. It's a great deal. Um, and generally, the two big shows are Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Previously, Matt Riddle's Bloodsport, mm-hmm. and um, Joey Janela's Spring Break. Which this this year, because WrestleMania did two nights, Joey Janela's Spring Break did two nights, and night two was his annual Battle Royal called the Clusterfuck, and the Clusterfuck is a phenomenal event. It's a truly phenomenal event. Where wrestlers will just leave the thing is there's there's apparently five ways to to be eliminated mm-hmm. thrown over the top rope mm-hmm. to get pinned to leave the arena to die. and then there's one more. Mm-hmm. And every year, like there will be wrestlers who will like hide behind the the like the the table where the or the timekeeper's table. Mm-hmm. um the last year I attended uh, session Moth Martina came and sat in the crowd drinking alcohol with everybody. Like it's a ridiculous show that was previously won by the Invisible Man mm-hmm. Um who was in this year's event, did well, got eliminated. Okay. Yeah. Um Sean Ross Sap though. Sean Ross Sap entered entered this this event and Denise Salcedo, who introduced him, she turned on him, she yambagged him, hit <laughs> him right in the nuts. Yeah. And which led, I can't remember if she threw him over the top rope or if it just led to his getting eliminated. Mm -hmm. But Denise Salcedo put Sean Ross Sap out of this event. The crowd went wild. Denise has had an absolutely great weekend. Um, She was, um, she was also doing the announcing for the ring announcing for a number of events, Mm -hmm. including mission pros bangers only event on Saturday, which is an all female card that had thunder Rosa on it. A good friend of mine, um, Brittany Hofflin was uh was the ring announcer for it. um Just a lot of great shows this weekend, which I think is kind of leading us into should have been on Dynamite. And I think you and I have the exact same match
0: in mind for yep. what should have been on Dynamite. You want to give it to us? It's got to be the ROH tag team title match between FTR and the yeah. Briscoes, which listen, still it, if you... after, what, 36 hours? Yeah. Or 48 hours or however long it's been since I've watched it. Yeah. As of right now, it's the best tag team match I think I've ever seen. And we're talking, listen, we're both guys who vividly
1: remember Adam Page and Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks, Mm -hmm. the Lucha Brothers Young Bucks cage match, and this match, the Briscoes versus FTR, ROH Supercard of Honor 2022, quite possibly the greatest tag team match we've ever seen. If and now look, I'm not saying it 100% is, but I'm saying nothing jumps out immediately as being better than it. I'm going to rewatch it and I'm going to rewatch Adam Page, Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks. And I think, I think this Briscoe's match beats it. So if you did not see this match, go Go find acquire this match. There are legal ways to watch it, there are illegal ways to watch it. I think the cheapest legal way is I I think I could be wrong here, Kevin. If you join the ROH Honor Club. Mm-hmm. You could have bought the pay-per-view live, like the $10 for Honor Club, got you the show. I think that it will buy you the show to rewatch at your leisure.
0: Yeah, I um, think so too.
1: There's and look, I think and we talk about this extensively on the Patreon show. I think the show kind of hurt the rest of the card because it was so good. Yeah. And there was no other match on this card that even came close. Mm-hmm. Not even sniffing distance, spitting no. distance of mm-hmm. this match. And that kind of killed, like, and it was kind of put put on in the middle of the show, because the the Briscoes had to leave, drive across town to go wrestle the Good Brothers on Impact.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I watched that. You watched, you watched that match, right? Yeah, absolutely. Were, and it was a, it was were, a short
1: match. They were
0: done. <laughs> they were so done.
1: I I was kind of wondering how how good it was going to be. Yeah, it was about as good as you'd expect after watching the first one. They had a number of matches this weekend. I think in retrospect, looking back on this weekend, Mike speedball, Mike Bailey, mm-hmm. I think may have had I mean, the had most matches. Week. Yeah. He had a great week. He had minimum five matches I saw, and I may have missed one. Monaro Suzuki had a great week. He had at least four matches. I saw, um, wrestling, uh, Chris Dickinson wrestled the former Oni Lorkin, um, who is now Biff, Biff Busek,
0: Busick, mm-hmm.
1: he, he won the TV title on ROH Supercard of honor. But man i think speedball mike bailey had the best weekend of everybody other than the briscoes with this match yeah just ignore the the impact match this was awesome
0: yeah it was incredible by the way
1: impact card impact had a really good card that i've got to go back and watch because i w- it was on and this is a this is a, a result of mania going to two nights because forever Mania week, you would have a bunch of shows. Like, you'd have shows Thursday Mm -hmm. and Friday night and Saturday night with the big nights. Mm -hmm. Because of Mania moving to Saturday, it killed all the Saturday night shows. They all got pushed to Monday night, to um, Friday night. Night. And so, let let me pull this up real quick. So, Friday night, Friday the 1st, we had 5 p.m. New Japan Pro Wrestling Lone Star Shootout. Yeah. 7 p.m. ROH Supercard of Honor. 8 p.m. GCW Gringo Locos The World on Lucha. And nine o'clock AEW Rampage and Impact's Multiverse of Matches, which had some really, really cool matches. Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green versus Nick Aldis and Mickey James is one that I think mm-hmm. I really want to go back and rewatch. Like I saw some of it. I didn't see all of it. Um like it's rare there's an impact card that I really want to see, but that was one of them. But I had to focus on on ROH because part of the job here, right. We're Podcasters That's We're right. professionals here.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'd love to know. Everybody, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what was your favorite match this week. It doesn't have to have anything to do with AEW. Um, but there were a lot of small shows like that. Mission Pro show, bangers only. Look, yeah. it was not bangers only. Maybe 5% bangers. but There were some good matches. We got a good Thunder Rosa match. Yeah. And one of them I want to mention literally for the ring gear. Um, Attack me if you need to on this. But we had. a. Oh, there's something else here that should have been on dynamite. I'm about to bring up. Let me find my list here. Okay. So on this bangers only show, we had a tag team match involving two women from AW dark Kylan King, Um, Teamed with a woman named Genocide, as in the name Genocide. Mm -hmm. And she took on AEW Dark's Maddie Rinkowski and Rochelle Chanel. Kylan King and Genocide had some of the coolest outfits. It was like a light blue-pink combo. Road Warriors, Legion of Doom, like shoulder gear. And it looked awesome. They also had the matching face paint, but it was in light blue and pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really cool. I don't even, again, I saw 97 matches. I don't remember if it was a good match at all, but the ring gear was awesome. And I wish they would have had, if you could team those two women up on AEW dark or any AEW with those outfits, those outfits are worthy of dynamite alone. That's Absolutely a, phenomenal.
0: That's a fun thing. I, I uh, I'd actually just texted you a photo. Um, okay, let me take, I just check found this out. While you're looking this up, because while you're bringing up the LOD gear, it made me remember that when Mickey James was starting out in the business, she was known oh as my Alexis Larie, and one of her things that she was famous for was her ring gear was the LOD shoulder spike shoulder pads. Oh wow! So I Thank wonder if that was a I wonder if that was a double shout out. I wonder. I, but, but first of all, I'm a
1: big Mickey James fan. She had some killer matches this weekend as well. Some really great matches. On a number of cards as well. There's so much. And so uh, that should have been on Dynamite. Let's look forward to what we have coming up this week. Um, I think the big match, we've already talked about it. FTR versus the Young Bucks for the ROH and AAA titles. And I don't know if I'd said this on air. I know I said it off air to you, but and I probably did say it on air. But I have to wonder if they're going to try and one-up FTR, uh, FTR versus the Briscoes. Yeah. And try and have a better match. So we could be in if for some do, real God bless heat them. on Dynamite, <laughs> yeah. If like, just trying, God yeah. bless them. Like right. I
0: don't know if they can, yeah. But I love the fact breaks and stuff like that. But yeah, okay. What's our next match on Dynamite this uh, week? We'll have uh, Christian Cage versus Adam Cole. That's a really good match. Yeah, that could that, be that so good. Should be really good. Uh, we got it'll be Butcher really in interesting the... to see Christian Cage tower over Adam Cole.
1: In yes, line. yes, absolutely. Um we rarely get to see Christian Cage tower over people so that'll yeah. be really good. Yeah. We've got a uh, Butcher and the Blade versus the Hardys in a tables match. Yeah. I um I'm glad it. there's no ladders this week. I think AEW I think probably the like their State Farm insurance is like let's let's hold off on ladders for a couple more weeks with the Hardys after yeah. last week. Yeah, I think this um, is the first tables match in AEW. Oh, I think if you're that, right. Yeah. It might not I'm be. I'm loving I'm loving the new butcher. I'm loving the return butcher. Yeah. So anything with him in it, I'm excited about. Um, we've got more Owen Hart qualifiers. Do we know what matches those They've are not yet? Said
0: all they have said is I don't think I we think do. They said that they'll have more qualifiers and that they'll start the male qualifiers. Okay, okay. And then nothing and listen, for
1: rampage. Nothing for rampage yet. I'm sure we'll find out. Uh, Tony Khan is a madman. He's signing everybody. Um, last thing before we go, he signed Samoa Joe. Of course, I thought he's oh. He signed Samoa Joe just for ROH. He came in at the end to kind of face off with Jay Lethal. Then yep. immediately Tony Khan posts uh, uh, Samoa Joe is all elite. Yeah. I mean, we're clearly going to get Samoa Joe walking out on on Dynamite right. unless Tony Khan is a madman, which I don't think he is. No. So that's pretty exciting. Well, yeah, <laughs>
0: he is. You just said he's a madman.
1: so He knows? is a madman. He's a <laughs> madman. He's not crazy. He I think he's that's where dumb. I'm coming from. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's not dumb. No,
0: I think it'll be cool. I mean, you know, one of the things that sunk in is, uh, you know, one thing when people, were, some people were complaining that they didn't uh, say that he was uh ring of honor or honor bound or something. Yeah. All I just look at that as like how when someone signs to the NXT, they wear a WWE performance center shirt. Yeah. You know, it's the parent company, so it's fine. Which...
1: That actually calmed me down a little bit. Look, look, our our ROH of Honor Show was a lot of Kevin calming me down because <laughs> that's true. I love I love AEW yeah. and I love ROH and I want ROH yeah. to be separate. You were in a fragile to, place to though. some extent. I was because also I love the Briscoes and I yeah. felt like right. they had the they had we went from have them having the greatest match tag match I've ever seen yep. to them being almost completely forgotten about within three minutes. Yep. And then completely ignored mm-hmm. on the the post-show press conference but yep. of course the young bucks came out they attacked the 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 they attacked them boys i thought oh my god we're gonna have young bucks versus Briscoe. this is amazing and it all it turned into was a build to this wednesday night match yeah and it's just i want i want roh things and aw things mm-hmm. and a lot of people were worried that roh was just going to be all just an aw C show. Right. And that's really what I didn't express on yeah. the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it to be the C show, yeah. but I
0: think you can't really set it up as a separate thing until you have right. a TV until you deal have in place. A place to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I'm really looking forward to. And I remember if I thought of this Friday night or said it then or not, or if it didn't occur to me until later, mm-hmm. we will at some point get to see Joe versus punk again. Oh my God. I, didn't, I hadn't even thought of it. I've been you know, so obsessed you know with Joe versus.
1: Yeah, it has to. It absolutely has to. Also, I love, again, I'm just saying, like, I don't want this to be the AWC show, mm-hmm. but AEW right now has the majority of the greatest ROH champions of yep. all time. Absolutely. And we can just see any number of them facing off with each other. And hopefully that doesn't overshadow Jonathan Gresham. I hope we get to see, yeah. particularly, I want to see yes. Jonathan Gresham taking on Brian Danielson. Yep. Brian is kind of the smallest of this group. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Gresham is a tiny; he is three apples tall. People, yep. yeah. Max, and uh, <laughs> and five apples wide. <laughs> yeah, and he is the perfect guy to face off yeah. with Brian Like, I want yeah, that I match. Want to see another Brian Danielson draw. Absolutely, yeah. like give us that one all day long. Yeah. I'll, I'll like get mate That's the entire battle of the belts. I'm happy with it. Yeah. I'm good. Which, by the way, is coming up April sixteenth. I think mm-hmm. Battle of the Belts mm-hmm. two. I hope it's more than an hour. I don't think it is. It's going to be seven p.m. Central. I know that. Yeah, but we got anything. a lot to look forward to. We got yeah. Battle of the Belts. Where we've got the Owen Tournament coming up. We've got Double or Nothing. Yeah. We've got the birth of of AEW. Tony Khan presents ROH. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to be excited about as an AEW fan. Mm-hmm. We've got to go because we've got to turn over this podcasting uh, program to some of our co-hosts here, who I think have just wrapped up watching WrestleMania, Kevin. Um, this has been a really fun show. I enjoyed it. There's probably way more we could say, but we can't go two hours tonight. Yeah. So from myself, James McDaniel, from Kevin Ealy, from everyone here at fight game media, have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you again next Monday.